that thing with a mask on right behind me, so everybody be going, which is Nelly no, Dyer, I which I is not Nelly <laughs> So if you can, for, for, hi, Popcorn Junkies. Hi. hi. Yeah, just hi. over Nanny Dye's shoulder, I'll show her in a full shot. Look, he's, he's, is the younger Nanny Dye. He puts that there deliberately to confuse people. Uh, is that Nanny Dye or is that Nanny Dye? Your head looks more prosthetic than it. Thank you for that. Popcorn Junkies, guys, um, nothing we've seen at the cinema recently, but we have seen Rebecca. Uh, the Daphne du Maurier, Rebecca. What is Rebecca? Who wrote it? Okay, I mean, I studied it as a book in a class. Did you? On, um, you know, Uncanny Fiction, I think it's yeah. called. I forget, I forget the name of the class. Yeah. Daphne du Maurier is yeah. wrote it. She is, whether one likes her or not, she's an absolute um, stalwart. Mm. She wrote The Birds that Hitchcock did. So when I hear the name Daphne du Maurier, I think of Agatha Christie. But a bit better. That's exactly right. Is that a fair That's a, that's fair, a fair, fair criticism. She, but she did, it wasn't thriller with her. Mm. Whereas with Agatha Christie, it always verged into thrillerdom. With occasionally, um, there was a thing called, oh, my cousin Rachel, they made a film of that, didn't they? Yeah. Like so that. Rebecca, Rebecca, I mean, the yeah, quickest grab for Rebecca is it was most famously made into a film by Alfred Hitchcock. Although it has been made about four times, I think. It has, it's been made many times. But um, Alfred Hitchcock's version, interesting, this is an interesting detail. Mm -hmm. It's the only film of Alfred Hitchcock's that was ever nominated and won a Best Picture Academy Award. I never weird? knew yeah. that. Yeah, Rebecca. So in, in many regards, Rebecca, of all of Hitchcock's films, is one of his most sort of highly prized. And um, didn't uh, Lawrence, did Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier, Olivier Master Winter? Lawrence Olivier was in there and Joan Fontaine. Yeah, and more, the most important figure in Rebecca is Mrs. Mrs. Danvers, Danvers, who is like the, the ultimate sort of villain of the piece, but we don't know yeah. who she is, not she? And in this, the, the person who's playing her is Kristen Scott Thomas, mm. which one think would be a good fit. Well, let's get to she that. She looks the part. So this, this remake, would you say it's a remake of the original film? And this, cause this, and this is an important distinction. Okay. Is this a remake of Hitchcock's film, or is this an entirely new representation of the book? There's two strands to that. I would have hoped, knowing the director and whatever, it was ben a completely is the director. New, new look at mm. Rebecca. Ben Wheatley is the director. Yeah, I've got my own theories on Ben Wheatley. He directed films like The Kill List. He directed films like Sightseer, which I thought was one of the best, darkest comedies ever made. I think that's his best film Yeah, which is about a date. serial killing couple who are caravanners. Yes. Who Sounds have ludicrous. ludicrously aggressive sex with knitwear. Exactly. I mean, it's exactly. just bizarre yeah. and it's just brilliant too. For me, and very he did violent, very violent. He did High Rise. He did, what was that film he did about the English Civil War? In a field or something. It was yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Something, something field. I mean, he's a very, for me, he's a very, at the beginning of his career, first couple of films, I thought this is a really interesting British director. Yes. Can I tell you what my theory on yeah. really is? And this film confirms it in a way, but I think he started off making because he did come from advertising and he started off making short films and then feature films right. and he made mainly with his friends and, and, and yeah. his friends were often the actors yeah his friends often helped with the writing yeah. and i think when he did those films he was, he was in his brilliant. comfort zone he was brilliant and then it all started to go wrong i would say with the jg ballard high rise, um, high rise which, yeah which i was which, really excited about and the, its, book, the book in itself it should have been magnificent should have been magnificent and and had all the potential with him as director with it as a subject matter to be probably one of the grittiest darkest twisted it's almost dystopian... like he got frightened of the yeah of the uh, i mean there were moments there were sparks of interest in it, I but, need it to see it again, but it didn't just didn't do it it was no, really it boring um yeah, so this is a curious one. Now, a lot of the questions online... Now, I think right at the front here, we're going to have to name it. This film is being absolutely demonised, vilified. It's being dismissed. I think it's got something like 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. There are articles being written along the lines of, 
when you love to hate a movie, i.e. it's potentially so bad, mm. um, it's good. Or no. it's so bad that it's there's something a little bit like a moth drawn to a light. The inevitability of sort of creative death is so alluring mm. that you just can't stop heading towards the end of all creative wonder. Good um, God. God. Sorry, I got carried away. I, mean, I, I felt I like, you, I felt I like a firefly. I... Okay, so it stars Army Hammer, Lily James and Kristen Scott Thomas. It's a three-hander. It's a three-hander. With Kelly, 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 what's name as the sister, who has yeah. a very, very, very small part. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say something bold. Mm. I hate virtually everything Lily James has been in. Virtually everything. I, I can't think of something I've enjoyed her in. Well, interestingly, Maddie and I were having this conversation last night because we were sort of rerunning yeah. this, this. She hasn't seen this film, has she? I couldn't think what else Lily James was in. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yesterday. Hated yesterday. Oh, I yesterday. Hated oh, yesterday. I hated it from start to The finish. Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. If a librarian cannot bring someone up the courage to go and see that, it cannot be a film worth seeing. She hasn't she hasn't rocked my boat. She hasn't. Uh, in the way that... Nor me. No, she really I'm going to make a bold statement. No, I'm going to make a bold statement Can I make first. a bold statement I want to make it first. I'll go on then. I thought she was the best thing in this. I said did I? Oh! No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, you? I've never liked her, but she's no. the best thing in this film. I, I believed her from the beginning all the way to the end, even though everything around her was ludicrous. Army well, I wouldn't give her quite that much, but certainly in terms of the three main actors, she was by far the best. Well, and also I think a lot of the press and the push and everything has been sort of banging on about Kristen Scott Thomas being the, the sort of the, you know, the kind of guilty secret, or not guilty secret, guilty pleasure yeah. um, playing Mrs Danvers. And she was all right, but I didn't think she was given much to do, actually. That some of the actors, and I think Kristen Scott Thomas falls into this category. Yeah. We know she's an, a reliable actress who mm. can do anything. Mm. She can do it in French, let's say. She can do absolutely everything. She can do it standing on her head. But in literally. that film, I think she took against the director or thought, you're not directing me properly, I'm Ooh. just going to do what I like. Dude. So she did nothing. Dude. And Arnie Hammer, Army, 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 Army Hammer. Yeah. Well, never mind, we'll get to him in a minute. But she, I thought she was awful. And it depends on her. Yeah. It depends on her and her scenes with Rebecca. I was surprised because of all of the characters in the film or the story. She, You can see why she's the richest because around her, and obviously, oh, no, you know, all of the deceit and all of the control and all of the malevolence and all of the jealousy and all of the control and also all of the sort of monstrosity of, femin of female mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. control and wiliness is in the character. I mean, essentially, it's about lesbian lovers so yeah. stuff has gone wrong. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And um, and I like that. I, I, let's get to the elephant in the room. And he's I mean, a very long-legged elephant. <laughs> but, well, I wish, I wish I had whom, more space so I could do an impression of him walking For whom no down. suit seems to fit. <laughs> it's so funny. What? What's going on? That is a I've said this one. before. I can't remember what was the other film we did recently with Army Hammer in it. But, I oh, the I think cameras struggle to fit him in shot. <laughs> He's so long. I'm, and I'm going to hazard a guess. It. I'm going to give you up my directorial take on this okay. film. Oh, when I've good. shot things and you have a presenter or you have a key part of the personnel or a key subject or something in it yeah. that usually is so un-widescreen friendly, yes. you have That's to virtually so compromise every single creative choice you make. Because, as, as, as I can't remember who said it many years ago, but one of the ugliest things to frame is actually the human body. Unless you're getting the whole body in shot, the face in shot and very rarely does the mid you know it's okay. got to be quite you've got okay. to be quite clever so it's a very difficult thing to frame we're long and cinema is yes, wide that's very true um i think ben wheatley couldn't frame army hammer 
and the entire film. Well, <laughs> he should have shot it on Instagram. Yeah, but he's good at like lifting his eyebrow, meaning something. Yes, he's got comic bones. Yeah, and my theory at the end of this and talking to well, Maddie mainly afterwards was that she adores him, and I adore him in one way. I have a huge soft spot for him. I, I do. Right How can you not for that head. face? He's got a lovely face. Call me by your name. He was ah no, but one of the reasons he was that was that was such an exception was he and Timothy Shamalamalaman got along like a house on fire. They they keep up their um, Instagrams oh, and everything. They, they oh, absolutely adore oh, each other. Nice. So in that sense, they weren't directing that They're film. They were, they were filming a film of a. Friendship. So what we're talking about here is Ben Wheatley was out of his comfort zone because he wasn't with his friends. Yes. Army Hammer was out of his comfort zone because he wasn't with his friends. <laughs> Kristen Scott Thomas wanted to be around her posh friends. She did, and also... And Lily James had found some new friends and had a really good time. It was the best of them all. Oh, that's very funny. I think that's what happened here. That's very I funny. I think that's what happened. Well, I mean, how anybody could lose the scene where there's... So there's Mrs. Danvers standing at the window uh, going, jump, jump, more or less. And I'm going, could I care less? I'll go and make a cup of tea. I mean, yeah. how can you ruin that I scene? mean, for anyone who doesn't know the story, the story is that Lily James meets this eligible, very posh bachelor... He's a widower, uh, he lives in Mandalay, he's a man of the community, he's a man of stature and status. She, you could argue, you know, there's a debate to be had, does she woo him, does he woo her, whatever. They fall into each other's laps. He takes her back, is she a trophy wife? She embeds herself in the house and what they can't, what she can't escape is the memory and essentially the, in inverted commas, ghost of Rebecca. of Rebecca, who's his ex-wife. So Rebecca isn't the name of Lily James's character. Rebecca is the name of his ex-wife. Yeah, it's a very uh, odd premise because in a sense, and I remember all the Rebeccas I've seen and even reading, reading mm. the book, one is tempted to always think anybody with a spark of anything would think, why would you keep a room to Rebecca with all Rebecca's things in it? Why would you keep yeah. Mrs Danvers on who adored Rebecca and would obviously hate anybody else Absolutely. who came in? Yeah. There's so many sort of big plot holes in it yes we don't know about him we don't know whether he is so driven with or riven with grief that he doesn't know what he's doing because of rebecca she assumes that's what it is and um i felt for him a bit though i mean i don't think our, our, this does this does not present army hammer as acting skills in a great light this film at all but i think there is also, a there was no chemistry did you well there was think? zero chemistry but that's he's so high i mean so hard <laughs> to have, i mean he didn't have chemistry with the woman in in the film about ruth bader ginsburg did he because she was so low and that's you know so I mean, this is a practical issue like, like you now understand why small actors stood on things like tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> i think the problem for army hammer's character in this story per se is that he He's having to play it right. He's having to play it right down the middle, isn't he? Because the, the really the oscillating stress of the film is the extent to which has he killed her? Hasn't he killed her? Does he have a temper that's going to turn? Is he trustworthy? Isn't he trustworthy? What's he hiding? Is he hiding? There's and all many that sort stuff. of yeah from the sort of surrounding cast, which kind of tied him up in knots. I think. Yeah, which uh, all only sort of have probably a single line is there's intimations all the time that he's got this dreadful temper that we're not seeing anything of. See it once. And um, but no, fair enough, he's keeping it under control. Yeah. But therefore, the, the sort of it, what's supposed to be building is the idea that he could have mm. gone into his major temper. What happens to Rebecca is that she's drowned out at sea, right near. Um, she has her own fishing lodge Beach with a boat, house, and yeah. she goes out in a boat. And she's all she's very daring doing. She does all these sorts yeah. of very sort of dramatic things. And Lily James, does she have a name in it? Just Mrs. De Winter. Mrs. De Winter goes down at one point to look at this place, and there's an there's a man in there, a weird man. Yeah. And in some senses, it's interesting how films always either give him a big role, 
or or cut him out altogether. But who's the little man in the, the little man? He's supposed to sow a sort of seed, seed of, of doubt. distrust. Well, yes, sow yeah. a seed of doubt. He sowed a huge granite-sized oblong-shaped plot clue. Yeah. I didn't see nothing. Yeah, I didn't see nothing. Well, then you that. did. It was sickeningly obvious. I thought there was a lack, total lack of invention in in the way it was shot. I thought it was pedestrian. I thought it. I thought it just lacked any sort of spark of creativity or interpretation even. I mean, I thought I was expecting, having seen the trailer, that we perhaps Ben Wheatley, given his grisly past, was going to at least play with, I don't know, ghostliness or, or paranormal or a sense yeah. of being... I mean, there were times where I thought, I don't know if this... I can't remember, it was so long ago since I saw the original film. I thought the idea yeah. of all the hairs on the brushes and the idea that Rebecca is endemic within everything, you know, she's sort of ubiquitous, you know, everything this new Lily James touches is coated and yeah. seeping in her. And yeah. I thought there was a moment, which could have been done so much more cleverly, when she was standing in the foyer, Lily James, and she had the coat on and she just wanted to get out of it. Yeah. And Mrs. Out Danvers of the coat, was. Or out of the out film. Of, no, out of the coat, <laughs> out of the coat and out of the film. But, and Mrs. Danvers was looking literally with a bit of shadow on her face mm. from above the mm. balcony, you know, on the balcony looking mm. down. And I thought at that point, what this film could have strangely done with was a bit of that in fabric stuff going on. I felt it needed yeah. some kind of. Yeah, and there was a couple of moments in the film where, you know, I thought the dream sequences were bluntly done and edited in a very oh obvious God. way. Yeah, I mean, really oh obvious. But then there was one moment where she was dancing at the party, that the ball that she did, and it yeah. got a bit wicker man -y. And I thought that was the richest spark of a thought. Well, can I just say, and this is a. It's, it's a bit of a spoiler it's a total review, spoiler anyway, review. Yeah. She'll, the key, they'll die, the they'll blow up. The key moment <laughs> in the book, as well as in all the films, and it's important that yeah. whoever's, whether if it's the filmmaker who's making this film, observes this, yeah. is the key moment where she is led up the wrong path and dresses for the ball, which has been, you know, conditioned yeah. to sort of put I on. she played that very well. Yeah, but as the Rebecca with the red dress, she's and 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 she's supposed to come to the top of the stairs. And in that moment, Mr. Oh. De Winter is supposed to go absolutely Ape nuts. Shit. He didn't know, did he? No, and that's where we're supposed to see a his temper, b the fact that he's very much unhinged, c the fact that she is sort of totally being led by the nose by everybody else. Mrs. Danvers. It's supposed and the to be shocking sight. Now you would think that Ben Wheatley, who has done some amazing scenes, uh. could have done something with that scene, but there's nothing. I think, what's wrong with him? Is he, I think he might have been intimidated by well, his cast and his He budget. was intimidated, in, sorry, excuse me, he was intimidated definitely by, I think, J.G. Ballard. And somehow he's been intimidated by this. Maybe he thought he couldn't... I mean, I suppose in a way it is a classic. It's a classic. Oh, it's not a classic. I mean, you're following yeah. a Hitchcock. So, I mean, maybe that's why his next film is The Meg 2. Much more sensible. <laughs> I mean, a bizarre, I mean, some bizarre film choices in coming way, in. In a way, though, do you think he's sort of taking the mix? It was really bad on Rebecca. I'm I wonder if he's having a bit Meg's. of a breakdown. I wonder, too. In the Meg, I mean, the Meg 1 blockbuster <laughs> wasn't great, but I mean, the Meg 2, I mean, that's like making yeah, no. Jaws 2, isn't exactly. it? It's weird. It's a weird, it's a weird come down. I don't know. There's something about this didn't ring truth. There's something... It didn't help that there was, I mean, despite sort of rumours in the press that everybody's having affairs with everybody, there was so little electricity between the two main actors that one yeah. thought... Oh, absolutely. The tabloids just need to watch this film to know nothing happened nothing between Armie Hammer and Lily James ever. <laughs> if anything, there might have been something between Mrs Danvers and Lily yeah. James. And then yeah. there's always a problem with the ending of this film, because it just ends. Yes. And everybody goes, oh, what was the answer to that? But... Yes. I don't know. I wasn't intrigued. I wasn't teased. I wasn't toyed with. I wasn't doubting. I think the danger also when you remake such an emblematic and famous book is 
if you're coming to Rebecca to watch it, you're coming to Rebecca because you know the story. Yeah. So there are no surprises. You know no. where it's going to go. So you have to find other surprises. And that's where I was really profoundly disappointed. It did nothing. It has to be in the telling that yeah. the creativity happens because the story is pretty fixed. I mean, the famous first line, yes, I remember Mandalay. And, you know, last night I returned to Mandalay and then it's in the form of a dream usually. Mm. That's right at the front of the film. And normally I've seen... Even even horror books that have copied that yeah. sort of formula, that sentence is so rich with possibilities yeah. that you sort of think you could do that in masses and masses of ways without just making it ghouls yeah, and yeah, ghosts yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. of the, yeah. the woodwork. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like I mean, I was, there was, I was no director. I felt at times there was no, no direction no. at all. There's something about the whole thing that's curiously inert. wrong. Inert. And inert is a good word, actually. Inert, dead. It's sort of dead on arrival. In the way that it was presented to us, it was so obvious what Mrs. Danvers was doing. Yes. It led you to start asking questions that you wouldn't have a film from the 1940s by mm. Hitchcock. But you, in a contemporary society, you start to go, well, why are you staying there? She's clearly working you, she's winding you up and setting you up. Why, why, why doesn't Army live? Just say to Army, she's a bitch. Uh, exactly. And you also, know, they so... should have rewritten some bits. Yeah. Or maybe they did, but the bit where she says, and I combed her hair every night, oh, harder and harder and harder. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my God. <laughs> get off me. And to be fair to Ben Wheatley's earlier films were just mm. shock, shocking moment by moment. But I've never understood this. When we saw the trailer, I said, I do not understand. No, did, the, I yeah. do not understand why Ben Wheatley has taken this on. No, OK, well, let's, let's sum it up. I think there's no surprises where this is going. I was really <laughs> actually hoping that he would surprise yeah, I was. me. Little, I thought there'd be a spark of something. Yeah, I thought it would come from her, Mrs Danvers. It was bad from the moment it started. Her companion, the woman she was a companion to in Monte mm. Carlo or wherever mm. it is, was awful. Mm. I mean, every every stock character, every character yeah. who was a character, um, yeah. was dreadful. Yeah. I don't know who picked them. No, Lily James was the best thing in it, but at the same time, there was a huge sort of weirdness about her going from poor young Anjanou to confident woman yeah. who's going to take on, you know, who's going to make him mm. feel better about himself. Arnie, I felt, was doing the whole thing sleepwalking. Oh. Mm, yeah. And um, no very direction at all. Didn't thing. even look spectacular. No. I mean, I, I really have got very little good to say about it, and I would give it 14. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came I from. Love, I love where they, they erupt from you, Mum, like volca volcanic ash. In my head, I was thinking 25. 14! <laughs> Oh, it's right. I thought it was weird that you went from 25 to 4. An odd range. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. I I was gobsmacked by how bad the script was. Yeah. Was... Whoever adapted this or, or tried to sort of even adapt the... You know, it was like it had been... It was like it was a rejected script for the original plummy version of the 1940s. Yeah. It was bad. Yes. Army Hammer was terrible in this. Mm. I mean, you can't get away from this. Now, whether that's down to the direction, to the length of his body, to the suits <laughs> that he was wearing, whatever. There was about as much chemistry in this film as, as there is in my 1980s chemistry set, which is now no more. Kristen Scott Thomas just tried to sizzle from behind balconies, doorways and shadows. She was doing her best to do a bit of Joan Crawford and Mildred Pierce. She wasn't ominous enough. She wasn't... There was a sort of... I don't know. She was a bit... I've just realised what she was doing. She was doing a Mrs Danvers on Ben Wheatley. Yeah, maybe. And he was scared maybe. to film her. Lily ja if Lily James wasn't quite so good... Now, I lay on the floor in this room and watched it on the telly. I was mesmerised, though. This is the weird thing about oh. this film. When, when I said, I'm going to surprise you. Something mesmerised me about this. Oh. Yeah, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> it was like watching a really slow car crash. 
it, it lacks any creative yeah. vim or vigor. Yeah. It lacks, it's, it's like I was watching it and I was mesmerized because I was thinking, how the hell can this have got through? No, exactly. How has this got through? Yeah. How has this managed to get to this point? So, I was, oh, what you mean with people looking at it critically? And yeah, it I mean around. the amount of execs that will have had to oh, have signed exactly. off on it. Ben yeah. Wheatley will have looked at it. Did he really look at this? Is this the same yeah. man who made the kill list? I mean, yeah, come yeah. on, you know, yeah, this is yeah. this is. The, I'm not saying they're the same films. But no. You've got a you know a director brings their sensibility to it. I felt no. You're absolutely right. There was no hand of the director, and I think the word you used was inert. Is perfect because this was dead on arrival. It started it badly. It was using cliche, but not in a sort of postmodern clever no. way. It wasn't kind of sending it up. What needed to happen here was, if you're making Rebecca, anyone makes Rebecca, you have to make a film that is set firmly in a different era, at a different time, looking at all the subjects exactly. and all of the sort of themes of deceit and control and class and whatever all that stuff is and ghostliness yeah. and... Uh, but you don't do it like this. Yeah, exactly. This was shockingly bad. Yeah. Shockingly yeah. bad. Basically... Army the, Hammer might get hold of you and see. Yeah. The problem with this film is Army Hammer's height. Plain yes. and simple. The car, he looked too big for the car when they were driving. I mean, Mandalay was big. And even that made, he made that look miniature in size. I Lily, mean, Armin, don't, Armin, don't get us wrong. We adore you. Yeah, we it's do. It's not your fault you're so huge. No. And, and I think, Ranger was perfect. I think Lily James did nothing other than act opposite his trouser pockets. <laughs> That's it. She... <laughs> when, when she was digging deep, she was digging deep but into his pocket. there was a scene on the beach where they sort they of... They were having sort of like... They were making love and it was like a scene... so happy. With waves, waves crashing Waves were coming, crashing. I mean, oh, oh guys, guys, really, save yourself. So I'm giving this... You're going to give it 40. I'm going to give this 9. Oh, you've gone lower than 9. It and why am bad. I giving it it's 9? Because I think Lily James... For me, at least it proved to me that Lily James can act. Yeah. I and mean, she was acting a tits off in the middle of an absolute catastrophe yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for more film and family fun don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update